Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to Weddings Ish with Jove. This episode, our wedding planning tip, we talk about wedding themes and wedding colors. Do you really need them? We, of course, are back with our Real Housewives Roundup for Beverly Hills as things finally start to heat up, and I sit down and chat with the beautiful, funny, and preppy and fabulous deputy editor of The Knot, Lauren Kay. Weddings-ish! I don't know if it's just me, but I have a little bit of a pet peeve when you are a newly engaged couple and the first question out of people's mouths is, what are your colors? Or what is your theme? I don't know. I feel like it's just so narrowing to, to ask someone what their two colors for their wedding are or what their theme is. I feel like it's been a long time coming. Weddings have evolved over the years and it's no longer as simple as pick two colors or pick a theme and all your dreams come true. I don't know. Of course, I love Blush and Bashful and the movie that it came from. And there's nothing wrong with having colors if you love colors or having a theme if you love a theme. But I just think it's time for the general society maybe to broaden our mind and our brain and our heart to think that couples can encompass something more than two colors or one theme. Uh, That being said, I think it's also interesting to explore If you are very interested in having a theme, if you want a nautical theme, or you're looking for an all-white wedding, or an all-green wedding, or a gold wedding, there's nothing wrong with colors, nothing wrong with themes, but I just think it's about changing our mind in the way we talk about weddings, and the way we talk about planning and designing weddings, and open up and broaden our mind to how we can personalize and customize weddings in 2017 and beyond, and not sort of keep them in little boxes of two colors or one theme. Recently, someone asked me what the top themes of 2017 was, and I realized I don't think themes are a thing anymore. I don't think many couples are set on a theme. I mean, even if you're getting married on a a farm in a barn, doesn't mean you're going to have a farm or barn wedding. You can go opposite the space and do something more modern or clean or simple. Or if you're getting married in a beautiful old loft, doesn't mean you have to go that way. You can go opposite with this elegant opulence. You don't have to play into the theme of the space per se, If you want to, of course, you absolutely can. But I ask you, anyone listening who has a friend or family member who's getting married, when they tell you they're planning their wedding, do not bother them and ask what the theme is. Do not bother them with what your colors are. Because I think more and more couples just don't know. And for those couples planning your wedding who are feeling bombarded with the questions about themes and colors, I would say, make a list of all the things that make you happy. Ask your fiancé to do the same thing, and then see what you can apply to your wedding. And if on your list there are particular colors or there are particular things that keep coming up that could relate to a theme or could relate to a color, great. But if not, don't feel ball and chain to this old notion that you must have two colors, maybe three, or you must have a theme for your wedding. I believe that everyone can come up with something beautiful and personal and special without limiting themselves to two or three colors or a theme. So let's go beyond color, go beyond theme, and really create beautiful personal weddings that reflect couple style, personality, and relationship. Weddings-ish! 
The Real Housewives Roundup. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills get spicy in Asia. They go there to help support Lisa Vanderpump and her beautiful foundation to rescue dogs, which of course, like watching that video, so teary-eyed, being a dog owner myself, it's just so crazy what some people do to animals who love and care for us. And, you know, they're like children and there's such a close bond and relationship to their human owners and to abuse them and torture them just so that the meat will taste better. Anyways, that whole thing was like so dramatic and not cute, um, but I'm happy they went. I'm happy they're standing up for the right thing. But that trip just got better and better. And by better, I mean juicier and more and more dramatic as we went on. I mean, when they were on that boat and they left us with a cutting scene of Erica Jane saying, you don't know what I go to bed with that night and tears with her, you know, geisha look on. And of course, it was as I predicted, Bravo really having a chomp at the bait, thinking it's going to be something about her marriage or something about her relationship with her son in a negative light. But Really, it's talking about the beautiful work that her son does, that he's a police officer, and that he puts his life on the line every day. And she doesn't want to make that public, and she doesn't want anyone to thank her for it or to give him acknowledgement. She just wants him to have his privacy, and I can totally respect that. She decided to go on a reality TV show. He did not. But at the same token, I think that she kind of snapped when Eileen mentioned police, like, really snapped. It wasn't about that. She was making an example and she went overboard on such a sensitive topic. But that whole two days in Asia, I mean, it was dramatic and Dorit is now, I did like her, but now I'm not sure. She was annoying at first and she grew on me and now I'm like, girl, just back down, stop spreading lies, stop getting in the middle of everything. We already have Lisa Rinna and all she does is get in the middle of everything. She is a pot stirrer. She wants to be everyone's friend. She says, I love everyone on paper, but really, honey, she is stirring that pot, spreading the drama. Oh, you weren't you weren't doing drugs at that party? Oh, oh I, I guess I misheard that. Oh, you you didn't say that I put pills in my... Oh, I guess I misheard that. I mean, she's just one-upping everyone. She's going to have no friends by the time this is over. Um, and it's just getting better and better now that we're almost at the end. Anyways, we'll see what happens. I need a little resolution, maybe one more explosion. Uh, but we'll see what happens as we get closer to the end of this season. Weddings-ish! I am super excited to be sitting across from the talented, sweet, beautiful, and I think nautical, preppy-inspired, <laughs> Lauren Kay, Deputy Editor of The Knot. How are you? I'm so good. I'm blushing, Joe. Thank you for the warm introduction. <laughs> You're very welcome. I mean, it's true. When I think of you, I think of weddings. I think of your cute little baby. Aww, and I think of, like, stripes and or preppy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I actually didn't wear my stripes today because okay. I didn't want to steal your thunder, but... I'm a good girl for stripes. Well, I appreciate that. I know you are. And so I was actually going to text you this morning because I didn't know if you were going to wear stripes. I mean, we can be striped twins. twins. It's totally fine. They would never know. Um, So where are you from, Lauren Kay? So I grew up in Florida. 
Okay. I grew up in a little town called Windermere, okay. which is a suburb of Orlando. So not by the ocean. Not by the ocean, but the ocean wasn't far. It was like an hour and a half away. Okay. And I lived on a lake. Beautiful. So yeah, I had orange trees in the backyard. That is oh, wow. one thing I miss the most about Florida is every like late February, early March, the orange trees bloom. Oh, the smell. Oh my goodness. It is so intoxicating yeah. and so wonderful. It's the only thing that I can't like replicate anywhere else. It's hard. I tried to get an orange tree to grow indoors because I love that <laughs> smell. That's and a very... I have good lighting. Yeah. Didn't work. I was going to say, bold move. They're not easy to grow inside. No. I can't even keep my fiddly fig alive, and those are supposed to be really easy I'll to grow. Give, mine's been growing strong for four years. I need your tips. I'll give you some tips after this. Okay. But you spritz it. You give a little baby bath. That's, I think I'm overwatering. Uh, only once a week. Yeah. I, yeah. Plants are hard. They're really hard, but they're important. They are. I think they, they make us all happier. Totally. And Fresh the Pantone flowers. color of the year is greenery. Yes. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. I actually, uh, we were talking about this earlier, and I love the message behind the choice, mm-hmm. too. I think it's just so, um, you know, a sign of the times right mm-hmm. now. And I actually really like the color. The years past, I haven't been so psyched. But this, yeah. I feel like you can do, and it doesn't feel like I intentionally chose yeah. the Pantone color of the year. You can do a lot of things. Well, that brings yeah. up an interesting question from an editorial point of view. Yes. So here at The Knot, you hear the Pantone color. And then are you pushing it on people or do you find people actually plan because of the color or how does that really affect the knot on the back end? So it's a little bit of both, right? So we want everyone to know that we, we got the message, we're on trend, we know it's happening, but then I think it's also about applying in a way that makes sense for weddings. Okay. We had Radiant Orchid one year and that was like crazy for registry items, weirdly enough. There were a lot of things like coffee makers and pillows and all these different things in that hue. And then you saw a lot of Marsala weddings. People yes. love that kind of wine tone. That and deep color. Yeah, and I think it just kind of lent itself naturally to that rustic movement that was happening. Mm-hmm. Similarly, I think greenery is a kind of color that can apply itself to many different styles sure. of weddings and many different seasons, yeah. which is great. Because sometimes the color feels really kind of one note, yeah. and this one doesn't to me. So we love to be able to show people how they can use the color uh-huh. in a way that feels organic and natural to them. Yeah. That not like, oh, I've chosen this odd color because it's on trend and I want to be on and trend. And I want to be on trend. <laughs> Right. So we don't want anyone to do that necessarily, but if you're inspired by it or you love it or you feel like, oh, this has a really nice note or it matches my venue or my style, then I think it's a go. And then you want to give people ways and ideas on how to do that. Exactly. I think that makes sense. So you want to provide inspiration should they want to utilize that color. So our whole like mission here in general is to really... We know the rules, but we know how to break them. We'll okay. help you break them. Yeah. We know what the traditions are, but we can tell you some cool spins on them. Okay. We know what the trends are, but we also want you to be true to who you are and have yeah. a wedding that's authentically yours. Yeah. So it's a little bit of, of towing that line. Okay. Um, and so people can kind of take what they want from it. You know, oh, this is a great color. I'm going to use it. Or, oh, hey, that's not for me, but yeah. great. Doesn't resonate with exactly. me. Exactly. So give me a little history on The Knot. You're not the founder, obviously. I'm you're, not. You're <laughs> She's an amazing woman. Sure. Carly Roney founded this publication about 20 years ago. And really? Actually, 20 years? It's, we celebrated our 20th year anniversary last year. Congratulations. So we're still kind of riding the coattails of sure. that. We had an amazing gala at the New York Public Library to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing that it was 20 years ago. They yeah. started out as like a kind of a subset of AOL, which okay. is kind of crazy. And then it became this magazine. And we've grown from here now to have four issues uh-huh. of our national publication. And then we also have regional publications across the country. Yeah. So we've really grown. And of course, we have this very robust website and tons of tools, online tools, like we have wedding registry, we have 
wedding websites now, yeah. which are huge. We've even partnered with some stationer designers to have things that match. Yeah, sort of custom. Um, yeah, custom. And then we have a ton of apps that will really help you plan your wedding. So I always think it's really overwhelming having planned mine years ago, even with the help of a planner. It's it's a lot at once. There's and a lot to keep up with. Absolutely. And to not know like what you should be doing. Kind sure. of thing. So if it's we, your first time, especially, yes, which most right. people it is. Most people it is. Exactly. And so we felt as it was really important to create these apps that can kind of just be little helpers that yeah. are, you know, great partnerships for us to have with other people too. Mm-hmm. Like you can still have a planner and use our tools. You cannot have a planner and use our tools. Sure. There's so many different ways about going about it. And we recognize that people plan differently. Some people yep. have a really big budget. Some people are on, you know, a shoestring budget. Some yep. people want to follow tradition and have a really classic celebration. Some people want to do something totally unique and different. Yeah. So we try and offer a little something for everyone, both in the site and in the magazine. Yeah. And I think that's not an easy thing to do. I mean, to really no. attract a huge market and a huge audience and all kinds of couples right. is not easy, but you're, you're doing it. I mean, you. you're growing. Well, we're trying. Yeah, we're, we're, yes. You're successful. We are. We're the number one wedding brand, and I think part of that is really trying to remember those things. You know, mm-hmm. there are couples who want to incorporate their cultural traditions. There's yeah. couples who come from all different walks of life, different ethnicities, different places in the country, yeah. or even around the world. And so we're really trying to tap into what is going to make their wedding really special and yeah. unique. Because our goal here is to really help people celebrate this amazing moment in yeah. their lives. And everyone does it differently. Totally. And I was on your Instagram the other day, and there was this beautiful Takeover Tuesday of this African photographer yes. for these African weddings. Wasn't that incredible? Those Stunning. pictures. Beautiful. And I was not familiar with him until Me neither. the Instagram Takeover. Yeah. And now I'm following him. Yeah. <laughs> the feed because yeah. it's something you're not seeing every day no and I think so many couples can be inspired by what other people are Absolutely. doing and find ways to make it their own yeah and the fact that culture plays such a big part in weddings and to see something totally. that is unfamiliar but also beautiful really took my breath away it was such a lovely thing to see mm. as opposed to sometimes you feel like it can always look the same. You know, a bride, a groom, maybe she's blonde, maybe she's blue-eyed, maybe he's (laughs) good-looking, chiseled chin, you know, like, (laughs) and maybe there's a dog. (laughs) Definitely a dog. Yeah, so I love the diversity that The Knot has and in sort of including different couples and different cultures and different colors and sort of people from all walks of life. I think that's beautiful. No, I really appreciate that because it's something that is super important to us. It's the heart of everything we do Mm -hmm. and it's a really big focus for us. So I love that you're seeing that. I am. My hope is that everyone is seeing that and feeling that way too, because it is a really big push of ours and it's something that we, we really care about. Yeah. It means something to us. And I know that Carly has been standing sort of on the right side of things for a long time. I spoke with you guys about um, gay weddings. Yes. And I heard a story, uh, and I don't know if you heard the same story. No, I don't know. That she's been supporting same-sex weddings from the beginning. Yes. And that there was an advertising partner many years ago before it was, I don't want to say trendy to support same-sex <laughs> weddings. Right. But before it was less okay. And they said they weren't going to pay for advertising dollars if she was featuring same-sex weddings. And she actually didn't take the advertising dollars. So I haven't heard that story, but that is a hundred percent Carly. Yeah, that is that's what she's about, and yeah. I think it's I think it's really important to to, to want to do the right thing and that yeah. lead your mission, lead your brand, yeah. and that has really been you know the hallmark of this brand from mm-hmm. the beginning. And I'm so excited that we are featuring 
our dream wedding couple, yep. same-sex couple for the first time. Amanda and Elena. Yes, we love that you're planning for them. I love it's that I'm be planning amazing. too. I'm so flattered. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's a really important thing. And, you know, we've tried over the years, we've done different treatments of, of same-sex weddings too. And now they're just part of the magazine. Yep. You know, there isn't a special section. There isn't mm-hmm. anything to, we are constantly looking for them because they have beautiful weddings. Sure. They're just like every other wedding. Yeah. We're celebrating love here. And yeah. so it's really great to be able to incorporate them in a way that feels totally natural and on brand for yeah. us. And hopefully everyone else is, is feeling that too. I think so. And I think, you know, it is commendable that you're doing that. I know other people have lost followers from right. being openly supportive of all marriages. Um, so it's big right. and I applaud you and I Thank love the knot and I continue <laughs> to support you because you support me in that yes. way. Being a gay person who will one day maybe get married. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, I can't wait for that wedding. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no pressure. The wedding planner's wedding. Right? It's a lot. I feel like everyone I meet, even myself, I had taken this job shortly after I started planning my wedding, but I just wanted a dinner party. Yeah. Because I knew, I'm like, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. I'm such a details person. Yep. I'm going to obsess. It's going to take over my life, which it did it all did. of those things. It did. I was going to say you had yeah. a beautiful wedding. It was <laughs> not you. just a dinner party. No, it was not. It was a destination <laughs> yep. wedding. I think we had about 140 people. Yep. But I will tell you, with all the stress and everything else, it was hands down probably the best day of my parents' life. Aww. Like, they had just so much fun. Maybe uh-huh. even as much fun, if not more fun than, than we you. did at wow. our wedding. Yeah. Yes, That's we just amazing. loved it. So it ended up all working out. But it is hard because you, you're inundated with all these ideas. Yep. You've seen it done so many different ways. You don't. You want to be special. You want to be unique. Yeah. But you've seen it all. And, and I kept thinking, too. I was like, I'm only doing this once. I'm only doing this once. Yeah. How am I going to make it special? How am I going to make it unique? And, yeah. and it's, it's a lot of pressure. So. Has that changed your perspective in being an editor here? Because now you know what couples go through because you went through it. Right. Yes. I think it makes you... Um, you're, you're certainly sensitive to it. You've been through it or you know... Or when you meet somebody and you realize they're engaged, you say congratulations. Not yeah. So when's the wedding? Yeah. You know, there's like little cues you pick up after <laughs> oh, you've been engaged. Oh, that's interesting. So rather than adding stress by saying, exactly. when is it? You say congrats to celebrate it. Right. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like once you get engaged, it's, you know, immediately it's a go. Yeah. When are you getting married? Where are you doing it? And then all of a sudden everybody is, you know, inundating it with their opinions yep. in addition to their ideas, which yeah. of course is very well-intentioned. Sure. But it, doesn't mean, layer of stress. doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah. And so I always think about that too. Or now, like, and also having been through having a baby, it's the same thing. It's just a different set of rules. So I always try and think about put myself in their shoes. Remember what it was like to be in yep. that moment. How can I take it down a level? Mm-hmm. And also too, it's, it's so stressful being a weddings editor and going to a wedding. Yeah. Because when you work in the wedding world, everyone, you know, sees you and they're like, oh, so what, what do you think? Did, yeah. How's the food? Did you taste <laughs> All the, the cake? time. And, they want to know your yes, opinion, your validation, right. really. Right. And, yeah. and, and the thing is, for me, I don't go to a wedding judging what everyone else no. is doing. Like, maybe I would have done it differently. Sure. Or maybe if we had photographed it for the magazine, it would have looked differently. But sure. this is a day about the two of you. Yep. And my favorite weddings are the weddings that are totally them. Yeah, that are authentic to who yeah. they are. And so yeah. it's like, you know, yes, you were red. And I probably wouldn't have worn red, but that is so awesome. That you are you red. Know? Exactly. Yeah, live your life, whatever makes you happy. Totally, I love that. So it, that is always like a little bit of a, a, a quirky thing when you work at a weddings magazine. Yeah. Like, mm. Well, how did you land here at The Knot? Yeah, so I studied journalism in college, and okay. I always wanted to work in print journalism. And I did for a little while. I worked actually for a men's magazine, which was super oh, fun. That's I, fascinating. Yeah, it a was. A woman at a man's magazine. I know. It was a golf magazine, too. Oh, are you a so, golfer? I am a golfer. I didn't know that about yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a great golfer. I could okay. be a better golfer. Living in New York City is a bit of a challenge to in find that a way, golf right? Course, yeah. Well, to find a golf course and also to be able to devote like six hours to that. That you need to do it. <laughs> I think I'd rather do something else for six hours. Yeah, I get it. When I'm a child free. But 
it's it was a hobby that I had growing up. I grew up okay. on a golf course. And so I got to work at this fun men's magazine. And it was really like low-key, no drama. Uh-huh. A bunch of cool guys who liked to golf. And I covered all of the men's accessories. I covered cigars, whiskey. That is so amazing. And it was awesome because it was my first job out of college. So I was like covering a 22-year-old. Yes, at a scotch tasting with all these like gentlemen. And it was a really great learning experience. I'm sure. I did so many cool things at that job, and it was really kind of throw your hands down, get dirty, get into all this, and learn about golf equipment, learn about, you know, how you're going to stage something for a C-level executive in his 40s or 50s. And it was a totally different way of thinking, which was really cool for me. And then I bounced around a little bit. That magazine sadly folded in 2008. Were you the only woman? I was one of three women. Okay. So, a lot of boys, yeah, which is unique in magazines, right? Like in our staff here, here, there's so many women. women. (laughs) Yes, everywhere you go, so much estrogen. So, it was a really unique opportunity to be able to work with all these cool guys, and some of whom I'm still in contact with, a nice little family. And so, yes, then I went on to do a bunch of different things. I sold wedding stationery for a little bit, and then I didn't know that either. Yeah. And then I um, was the manager at the J. Crew Bridal Boutique when it was on Madison Avenue. Okay. And that was awesome and also probably the hardest job I've ever done. Sure, because you're hands-on with, <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh, with brides. Yeah, I, and know. dresses oh, and mothers man. and yes. friends, so, body issues, so all many, of it. Yes, so many <laughs> issues. And as the manager, right, you get all the complaints, yep. all the problems. And, you know, it was tricky because J. Crew was such an approachable brand that people didn't think like, oh, I needed an appointment to come in mm-hmm. to try on dresses. They would just show up. Yeah. They would show up and then we couldn't have a liquor license. You couldn't technically open the champagne they wanted to open. Oh, uh, because like, they wanted it to be like course. a TV show in the movies, right. yeah. So there were all these like little quirks that you had to, you know, address on a daily basis. Yeah. The weekends were crazy, and, and you, just, you came up with all these things, stories I couldn't even make up. Like I'm someone sure. would call and say, "My mother-in-law is insisting on wearing the same color as my bridesmaids. We have to change our dresses." Okay, well we can help you with that. My wedding Saturday. Okay, well it's <laughs> Thursday at noon. You know, we can kind of help you with that. It's nuts. Yeah, this, this kind of stuff happens all the time. So it was really interesting too to kind of um, experience the whole wedding. From that, moment, perspective. from that perspective. And then to come here and have a totally different perspective but yeah. still kind of be in it. So, yeah. So, and, and the great thing is, is prior to doing the job I'm doing now here, I was a style editor. So I covered all of these really beautiful details of weddings. Mm-hmm. So stationery, cakes, flowers, anything that had kind of that special detail yep. element. And those were all my favorite things. Yeah. So every day it was like getting to plan a fun dinner party. Yeah, you which, were looking through other yeah. people's... Beautiful details. Beautiful details and getting to partner with cool people yeah. and really being able to kind of stay on top of the trends and tell people what that story is sure. and, and, you know, how they can make their wedding their own, which I think is just so special. And it's always great when you hear from people or when you meet people who are like, oh my gosh, the common phrase we get all the time is I got married on the knot, which is so funny to me <laughs> because you didn't really get married on no, the knot. it's not a place but, to get right, married. But sure. people, you know, they have their wedding website with us or they've used our app and yeah. they really like swear by this checklist. And so it's really gratifying to know that you've really helped someone in a very big way navigate this huge moment in their yeah, lives. It's a big thing. Totally. And I think it's funny because you said that you worked at the dress store. Do you think wedding brain like is a real thing where people sort of Ooh. get kooky? I don't yeah. want to say bridezilla, groomzilla. Right, right. But irrationality happens yes. more than I imagine it would before a wedding. Yes, everyone's a lot more emotional. Mm-hmm. Everything is kind of like, you know, you're strung out about silly details. Yeah. And even I did this too with my own wedding. Right? I was going to ask think, if you had a moment. Oh my gosh. Well, I remember, so we, we got married in Florida and we were going back and forth about our exit. My husband had planned this very sweet proposal for on a For ceremony or wedding? For actually for the whole weekend. Okay. 
So we had the kind of a wedding weekend, and it came time, like, how are we going to exit our brunch? Not yeah. that we really needed a grand exit. But, but why not? You know, why not? <laughs> You're getting married, right? It's a weekend. It's already a weekend. So we were going Dinner back party and forth. to grand exit. <laughs> to grand exit, which was my second exit I of the weekend. I love the evolution. Well, it all started with a pair of shoes, too, Joe. It was, it was like, a, this is what I mean. And it was a downward pair spiral, of right? shoes is what so inspired. Okay. Yes, it had a pair of heels that had little sailboats on them okay. that I loved. And my husband had proposed on a sailboat. So it's like, well, wouldn't this be a nice way to cap the weekend? Yeah. So we had to go through all of these details about how we could pull a sailboat up to this this area where we were hosting our brunch. Of course. And we found out with like 36 hours to spare. So I overnighted these flags from Oriental Trading Company and I had, I didn't have any bridesmaids. So I had like all my girlfriends get ready with me that morning. We were all ironing on yay onto all of <laughs> on these flags. flags the morning of. And looking back and thinking of all the things I could have been doing the morning of That's my wedding. That's what you were doing. Was that really the best You move, do love Lauren? a detail. I do. <laughs> but like that was something that was totally crazy. Like I sure. didn't need that. Nobody needed that. Yeah. But you just kind of get in it and you all of a sudden you're absorbed. It. Yeah. And all those details become so important. And I think too, because oftentimes you're getting married at the same time a lot of your friends are getting yeah. married. So you're going to weddings. You're all talking about your weddings. And so everything just becomes that much of a bigger deal. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, my dinner party turned into a wedding weekend. And <laughs> turned into a grand exit on a boat. Exactly. Where did you sail to? I always love grand exits because usually they're like a fake out. Like they go around the right. block or okay, they so go around the corner. This should have been a fake out. It was a terribly planned. We had 36 hours, right? So we hired this amazing little captain who was lovely and yep. he had the sailboat, but we did not think this through at all. So we left the brunch, which I had hardly eaten at. And meanwhile, we had gone to bed like, I don't know, three or four Unreasonable in the morning. hour, yeah. And I had to get up to have my hair blown out before For the brunch. brunch. <laughs> so, so I had no sleep. And we get on this boat, and it is like super sunny, Florida, uh-huh. in November. And I have no sunscreen, which is oh like a really, gosh. I'm a big sunscreen proponent. Yeah. So that was the first thing. And then I was like, we don't have any water. We don't have any drink or <laughs> We don't eat. have anything. We don't have anything on this boat. This was so poorly executed. Instead of the flags, I should have been packing our You should have had a picnic. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually just went around the bay a little bit. We were out there for like an hour and a half. And, and then came, came back, back. And I literally had a sunburn. Yeah. I'm well, very fair. My husband's a redhead. It was, yeah, it was. For sure. Well, and the water just makes that worse, of too. It brightens the sun. Oh my so gosh. it was a poorly planned exit. So if you're planning an exit on a boat, <laughs> bring refreshments. Have prepared, <laughs> yes, have a basket of food. Yeah. That's so funny. So you literally went from being a bride that was like simple and easy to a full weekend, including like DIY, make it yourself flags to yes. get on a boat. That was the only DIY detail I did. But it's also, you know, I'm an only child. And so it I became see. this thing. And it was a real, I always joke because my parents' guest list far surpassed my Yours. husband's family's guest list sure. or our joint guest list. Sure. It was a party with a ton of their friends, yeah. you know, but it was, it was really special. It was all people that like I had known and grown up with. Yeah. Um, my husband, Adam has a huge family. So it was all his family that came in and it ended up being really awesome to have all those people. Yeah. Like, when are you going to have one that? Everyone in one space. Yeah. So That's special. what sort of the beauty of that day is. is totally. like it's a it's a reason to get everyone together yes. that might not otherwise happen in a positive manner. Right. Um, yeah. So you are now the deputy editor here. Yes. What does that mean? Oh, I'm still figuring it out, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm doing all the things I was doing before, but mm-hmm. on a higher strategy level. Okay. So I read everything that goes into the magazine, okay. and I'm working with our editors to really craft those special stories, not yep. just our real weddings, but if we're going to shoot a style story, if we're going to shoot a fashion story, what does mm-hmm. that look like? You know, what are the dresses we're pulling? What is the mood? What are the trends? Um, you know, we're really kind of working on getting those details into a place that, that works for the magazine. Okay. So a lot of pre-production stuff and a lot of reading. Sure. And then also just being out there to represent our brand in various ways. Um, I had an opportunity to go to Engage this year, which 
which was super fun. Yeah, I which is the luxury wedding summit yes, for people who are you. unaware. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And that one was in Sea Island and we loved it, it so much. It terrible. It did. It was awful. <laughs> well, you know, it was funny. I was supposed to go to Sea Island twice that year with my family. Oh, really? And both times we got wasn't totally able to happen. With a, with a hurricane, both times. So huh. I, I, I jokingly said, they're like, oh, do you want to go to Engage? I said, yes, I want to go to Engage, but I'm worried that like, the island. I, there's going to be another hurricane yeah. if you put me on the list. But no, so now we're going back in May because it's just such a beautiful property. Your so, family or Engage? Yes, my family. Oh, lovely. Yes, we're bringing George and we're meeting up with oh my, my husband's I love that his family. name is George, by the way, because yes. it's such a fully formed adult name. And, yes, he's and a little he's mini a little, man. little nugget. He is a little <laughs> so mini man. Cute. Yes, thank you. No. And you dress him impeccably. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Actually, his dad has been really into the whole dressing thing, oh, too. Oh, okay. I like that yes, it's a joint effort. It is, I know. Um, so The Knot is known for, obviously, their website, where you can get beautiful yes. inspiration, but also, as you said, the magazines, the right. regional and the national. So if you are a couple or a vendor and you want your wedding featured in The Knot, which is a big honor, yes. what are some insider tips you can give me yes. or the listeners for anyone who <clears throat> wants to get published or featured? So I took notes here, so I don't give any incorrect info. Yes, no, it's so true. We have, um, we love featuring real weddings and we love being able to tell couples' love stories. It's a Mm -hmm. huge part of what we're about, what we do. So I encourage everyone who's listening to submit um, a couple of things to note. This is always tricky, I think, because everyone, every magazine, blog, every company does a different rolling submission period. It's all a little tricky. So the long and short of it is we're really looking for striking photography. We want stories that really share a couple's authenticity. Yeah. So cool details of their day, personalized moments. We all see pretty weddings all the time mm-hmm. and we love pretty weddings, but we love all those extra elements even more. Okay. They really help tell the story. So, so that's detail what we're looking focused. for. Detail focused. With great photography. With great photography. We always love to see, you know, colorful details, especially. Mm-hmm. There's always a sea of like blush and gold, which is beautiful. Those are my wedding colors too. But, you know, having <laughs> some really bright, vibrant some things. Some diversity. Just, yeah, it just makes it feel so special. And then we always love to see cool reception photos, emotion between the couple, uh-huh. anything that feels really special in terms of a wedding party or like creative moments. They're always the kind of images we're looking for. And online weddings, we usually have them in our pocket for about three months before they go live. Oh. Oh, okay. So that's something to keep in mind. And then for print, um, we we usually have about a year or so in between. It's tricky. The way the rolling cycle works is by the time we get it, it might be in between our submissions of when we're selecting for the Got next it, issue. For the one that's coming out. So, so that can sometimes happen. And we don't have... Okay, so we have an exclusivity deal, but it's not... It doesn't sound like how it sounds. Okay. So in other words, we recognize that all these people are super talented and we want them to be able to share their wedding. So, you know, if you're the photographer or you're the planner, you could absolutely promote these people on your site or on your Instagram feed. We just don't want them on another blog or magazine. Oh, that's great. So you're <laughs> unlike other magazines that won't even well, you let you show everything. it anywhere. Yes. Which is so hard, right? Because sometimes your wedding won't get featured for a long time and yeah. you're excited about it. And, and you're the hiding excited. A yeah. Yeah. So that's not the case, which is good. Um, but we really want the best work. So, yeah. you know, maybe you're submitting one or two weddings that you think are such an amazing fit for what we're doing here and that's a really nice pairing of your talents and, and what we're looking to share. Sure. But that's the the thing behind the exclusive. And then okay. once we accept it, online it usually lives for about three minutes that we three minutes, three months that we have the exclusivity. And then <laughs> I was in like, print, that's very fast. <laughs> yeah. And then on print while it's on stands. So then after Got that, it. if you want to share it elsewhere, you know, if you have it more details. Exactly. Oh, right. that's beautiful. It's really important to us that we share those details with our readers, but that you all are also able to share this great the work, work that you've done. done. Yeah. Cause it's so, it's so much effort. I and think that makes sense. A lot so of important. other blogs are not that way. Or I know. magazines are not that way. I know. So we're trying to, you know, make everybody Be a little happy. more open and easy. <laughs> yes. um, where do people submit their work? Yes. 
So it's two bright lights backslash the knot. Okay. And that's where you can send all of your submissions. Um, and we also have another link that we use on our website. It's just the knot.com. Submit. Okay. Should so, it be the photographer? Should it be the couple? Should it be totally the planner? Up to you. Yeah. Everybody likes to do it a little differently. Um, I would say if you yeah. are a vendor, one of the big things to remember is to make sure that the couple's on board. Yeah. We've occasionally <laughs> gotten these amazing submissions no, only to find out no the idea. couple's like, yeah, I'm not really comfortable with this or I don't really want to share my story. And part sure. of what we do is not to share the images, but we want to share the details the and love story. story. Yeah. So if the couple doesn't want to share with us... You know, where that. they got their this or their that or yeah. how they met, it doesn't really work. Yeah. So that's that's an important thing to remember. And then typically, in most instances, the photographer owns all the rights to the photos, so you sure. have to make sure they're on board. But yeah. if you know if you're the planner and you said, "Hey, so and so, I'm going to submit our photos. You guys cool with that? Great. You're happy. We're happy to have you submit, or even the couple." Yeah. Um. So it's just a matter of making sure that everyone's on the same page. Yeah. I think it's so smart. That. Yeah. It's so funny that. It's such a simple thing. You just assume now in 2017, everybody wants their wedding featured. Right. I have some clients that are like, so where do you think this should land? (laughs) Which I love, but it's like a little more pressure to think about all of those details and all of those small things because that's what you and other readers find juicy. Right. Um, Which is exciting. I. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes submissions are such a funny thing. You sort of wonder, like, where do I fit in in the world of all the blogs that are out there? Yes. And I think the knot for me has evolved from sort of, today I feel like it's, and I'll let you speak, it's a little more modern. I don't want to say edgy, but Mm -hmm. like, Going in a different direction than perhaps it was the last five years, can you speak to that or am I totally yes. crazy? No, 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 no. I don't think you're crazy and I love that you're seeing that because it's kind of always been our focus to okay. be modern and edgy, but I think we got into a little bit of a romantic phase Blush for a while and, there. and white, yes. yeah. Which, <laughs> which, exactly, which it's is beautiful. in large part what we're getting submissions on too. Yeah. Like I was just saying, there's a lot of people who love those colors. People want a romantic included. wedding. Yeah, for sure. so we saw a lot of that. But no, it is always our goal to present different stories and things that you're not going to see everywhere because... My philosophy is you're going to get lots of inspiration for those, maybe mm-hmm. even more so than something that looks exactly like your taste, yeah. right? So sometimes you'll see a detail in a wedding that's really colorful and maybe not your speed, but you love that detail and you're able to execute it in that rustic way that you envision your wedding being yeah. or something like that. So we are looking to present kind of things that feel very fresh, and modern, edgy, hip, a little different, a little off the beaten path, nothing yeah. crazy. We still want beautiful, gorgeous weddings. Sure. But we want to... Yeah. <laughs> There's a little one to toe there, but it's the idea that we want it to feel really special and cool. Yeah. um, So that you're seeing something that you're not seeing everywhere else. Absolutely. I love it. I love where you're going. I love watching the company grow. I love being involved. I'm so honored that you guys have me here on um, so many special occasions. It's always a joy. If people want to learn more about The Knot or follow them, where can they do that? So if you, well, we have lots of places. If you (laughs) want to follow all of our accounts, we we have Twitter, we're on Pinterest, we're also on Instagram. Our Instagram following is huge. We post so many beautiful pictures. It's insane. You're 1.2 million followers. Yes. yes. One. That's the largest wedding following out You're, there. I love this, Joe. 1.2 <laughs> million. I know. That's crazy. It, it is awesome. And we keep growing. In fact, we're we're looking to find other ways to grow. I love now that they have this new feature on Instagram with the, the swipe. So you can go through the whole wedding. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, you that. don't know how you feel. Okay. Because I think that... I, I love that idea of it, but mm-hmm. I wonder if the pictures at the end are not going to get as much love as the oh, picture up front. So I love that it's there, but I just don't know how effective it will be for full viewing. Right. So here's the way I'm thinking about it. And for the record, I'm not the person who's executing Neither on this. Neither am I. No professional <laughs> over I here think, on that. But I think it's really cool to tell a story, right? Yeah. Because you have these beautiful weddings, and what a great opportunity to be able to show All little in snippets. one little box. Yeah, like rather little, like, than cookbook. multiple times in the feed. Right. I guess that makes sense. I just... 
I guess you just have to be really strategic. Or you, you'll you learn if it's five photos is too many or right. 10 what photos is, is. Exactly. Yeah. No, and even with Instagram stories, that's like a whole nother world too. I'm addicted. It's so fun. I can't stop. And I, I actually love it because I'll put my headsets on. <laughs> you hear the sound <laughs> So you hear it. the sound. Yeah, and the video. And I yeah. think our whole culture is moving more towards that video moment. It is. So I think that's really fun. But yeah, so Instagram's huge. Twitter, Pinterest, obviously our website, Sanat.com. Mm-hmm. And then we have all these amazing apps and tools, which you can all find through our website, which are so helpful if you're planning mm-hmm. or even if you want to get more information. We have a whole marketplace now where we can help connect people who are planning their wedding with vendors. Oh, beautiful. So, you know, if you're looking for a florist in New Jersey or looking for a cake baker in Utah, like we can help connect you with people in your area. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that a newer feature? It's a new-ish feature. It's been around for a little while, but it's a big push of ours because we feel like that's the whole strength. crux of it, right? We need to be able to like not only show you how to have your wedding or but how to style it, but it. help you find all the people who are going to bring it to life. So that's and you have the venue place. concierge also. Yes, so we can help you find your venue. That's crazy. I know. There's lots of there's lots of good nuggets here, and it's helpful too to kind of dive in as soon as you get engaged yep. and see the whole breadth of what we can help you with, and then determine what is most helpful to you specifically. So you're working like that, inspiration to action. Exactly. I that's will say, yeah, and it's working. Obviously, if people are doing it, I will say that one thing I and I'd love to chat with you about is sort of the timeline of planning yeah it's always so funny that sort of like 12 months eight months six months three months I think it's really helpful for many couples but sometimes I come across people that are like the not.com said I should have done this already Joe we didn't do that oh my god our wedding's over yes yes and I'm like the not.com is wrong which I don't mean to say out loud I, I totally get it. Well, everyone's planning time is different. I did the same yeah. thing. I remember signing up for The Knot, and the second I did, I got inundated with all these to-dos because I planned my wedding in about eight months. Yeah. And I was Which like, oh my reasonable. goodness, I'm already behind <laughs> on all these things. According and to, according yeah. To, and it was, it was very stressful. So then I like deleted the things that I didn't need anymore, and now you can actually oh, smart. tailor your you timeline a little it. bit. Yes, okay. because it is, it is really challenging to think yeah. that you've already screwed it up when you haven't and you started. haven't even started it's really like insecure <laughs> no, feeling yes. like, ah. and everybody does things at a different time right like it was very important to me to um we had mr boddington's designer stationery, and i really mm-hmm. wanted to lock that in so that was yeah. one of the first things i did because it was important to it you. was important to me so what's important to you might not be important to someone else so this yeah. is a very standard high level checklist it's really just to make sure you don't forget anything sure. i think the timing of things is less important more like just check these boxes did and, you want this Right. If not, is it important no worries. To you? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I mean, I shopped for my wedding dress very late in the game, but I was still able to get it despite yeah. being, you know, off track based sure. on my, on based my checklist. Based on the not.com timeline. Exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's, I think it's a really helpful tool, too, with reminders. That was what was a, a total saver is sometimes I would think about something and then just kind of put it in the back of my mind. And yeah. then I would get this little, like, notification on the app. And I would say, oh, right, I need to revisit that. Oh, that's that. helpful. You know, oh, I forgot to do that. And that was really great. And that also helped when I got into the final moments, the details and all the nitty gritties where things are inevitably going to fall through the sure. cracks. Even if you have an amazing plan or somebody keeping you on track, yeah. there's still extra stuff that comes there's up. There's a lot that's going on. Totally. Yeah. So I think the big stuff is really important to get out of the way early on. And that's kind of what we, we guide you to at the very beginning. And mm-hmm. then as it you know, gets a little bit more into the minutia, you can take it or leave it. Maybe yeah. this isn't for us. Maybe we need it. Maybe we don't. That Got kind it. Of thing. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Yes. Because really. I'm always like, listen, dear <laughs> couple, like we're okay. <laughs> yes. You will have a wedding. You will be married. So now I'll say the deputy editor told me I'm right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> have them call me. Got it. Whole conversation. I, your phone might be ringing off the hook. Um, and also people can find you on TV. Yes. I was so excited to see oh. you on a few times you were on air. I know. I got to do, most recently I was doing um, a, the whole trend segment we did, the uh-huh. beginning of the year with Kathy Lee and Hoda. I so love awesome. Hoda. And she had the 
baby. I feel doll. like she has a baby. She adopted a baby. I was gonna just Haley say I don't Joy. want to be insensitive. How old is she? But she adopted. No, a baby. she adopted a baby. That's a amazing. Beautiful little baby girl. Yes. How exciting! I know. We're so excited for her. It was you know there's such. Fun. I mean, they drink wine at like you know I love 10 a.m. And What's we're drinking wine exactly. right now. It's, it's not 10 a.m. Right, right, right. It could be. But it could be. <laughs> totally. We would still drink wine. Yeah. No, but they're just really fun. And it's a great platform for us to be yeah. able to reach a lot of our audience. That was super fun, too, because it's trends. Yeah. I love talking trends because it's the one part of my job that changes all the time. All the time. And that is really exciting. And I think it's cool to be able to tell people what is trending so they sure. know. And then they can decide if it's right for them yeah, or not. Yeah, they can make a decision. Exactly. So do you do have any that. other scheduled appearances? I don't think I have anything at the moment. At the moment. Right I feel now. like it's coming. Yeah, maybe. I you're hope such a so. natural. Oh, you're TV. so sweet. Thank you. Well, we've been loving Facebook Live. That has yeah. been a huge push of ours. In fact, I don't think I said Facebook. Facebook, in addition to Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest, but we love Facebook Live. It's yeah. such a great way for us to connect with our audience and kind of like conversational, off the cuff way. Yeah. We do Wedding Wednesday every okay. Wednesday, which is awesome because we answer everyone's questions. Okay. So and if anyone has you know, any wedding planning questions, exactly. Wedding Wednesday. Wedding Wednesday. Facebook. One o'clock. Okay. And. Eastern time. Eastern time. Yes, thank you. One o'clock Eastern time, and you can log in, and you can answer, or we can ask questions in the comments, and we'll answer them on oh, the air. Oh, how fun. And then we usually try and get to the comments we don't get to, too, because okay. we're all bad be answering all the questions. Yes. Yeah. And then we have little segments all the time with, like, cool, like, like you came on our show. Oh, watch out. You can see our Facebook Live. <laughs> yes. And um, we just like to talk to cool people in the industry, people who are doing unique things, um, give them ideas. We did a DIY segment last week with um, one of our DIY team members. It's just mm-hmm. really fun to offer people extra content yeah. so that when you're scrolling through your feed, usually they're like 15 minutes long. So yeah. just like a little nugget. Not a full commitment. Exactly. If you're procrastinating from doing something you don't want to do at the office, it's a good bit of Or going in. to the gym. Or right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All so that's been fun for us. Awesome. So yeah, so that's another great way. And then also we love hearing from people too. Okay. You know, any kind of like we, we love to be tweeted at and tweeted too. Okay. And you know, just answering questions is a really big part of what we do here. And I feel like that's where we can be a great resource to people sure. who are planning because because you do, you come up with these crazy questions. I've had amazing Instagram messages from all sorts of random people who are like, oh, I have this problem that I need to help with. I, I have this fireplace at my venue and what do I put in the fireplace? Yeah. Or, I, you know, I got my bridesmaids dress colors back and they don't match the invitations. Is that okay? And they're really simple things, but, but I get it. But they just like, want to talk about exactly, it. You sent this to me at 2.30 in the morning. It's clearly <laughs> on your mind. How can we solve this for You're you? You're clearly freaking so, out. <laughs> yeah. So that has been really fun too. And, and again, that's like the best part of my job, right? Yeah. I get to help you with this huge moment in your life and I get to play a tiny, teeny, tiny role in that. Yeah. That's so gratifying. How fun. I know, I know you know this. You I this do know, time. but it's fun to hear it from another person. Right, in a different way, right? In a different way from You're a like, huge company, you know what I mean? Right. You're there at the finish line. I'm in it. You're there at the beginning and at the finish <laughs> Honey, line. Honey, I'm committed. <laughs> I'm in a lot of long-term monogamous relationships. You are. You are. I know. Yeah. But that's what's so great, right? And you get to know these people and then you feel so connected to them. Like, I you still, build a bond. Yes. I still talk to my wedding planner all the mm-hmm. time. I adore her. And her husband was our videographer. Yeah. So like, when can we get dinner? When can and we I'm their biggest out? cheerleader. Like, yes. when they have a baby or they have a career move. Yes. Like, I'm so excited for them. Right. Because you're with people for a long time. And you are. Whether it's email or phone call, you follow each other on Instagram. Yes. Like, the way technology has changed, you can feel super close to someone, even if you're physically not there. Right. Like, I feel like I know George, but I've never met George. <laughs> you need to meet I George. I just, like, heart everything <laughs> in all his little outfits. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's totally. sort of the beauty of, of the industry we're in. Yeah, and the part you were saying earlier about it being this like really emotionally charged time, I think it bonds you in an even more mm-hmm. deep way yeah. than if you were just like casual friends. Like yeah. you went through this thing together. Yeah, and, not like, necessarily war, but... Right, no, but it's ups and downs, yeah. it's problem solving, it's a lot Family, of things you've never faced. Family, weather, family, there's a money. lot of things to... Money. Money. 
Money, money, money. <laughs> I, it's the first thing I talk about. And yeah. nobody wants to talk about it because it can be so awkward. I know. But, but I so have important. to lay it out there. You do. This and is you're doing what them it costs a favor. in New York City. Right. Are I don't get that money. <laughs> this is what it costs. Like, right. and, and what's crazy is like, I sympathize. If, if I were to get married tomorrow, well, that's not possible. But if I were to get married in a couple of weeks or months or whatever, I don't know that I could afford a wedding that I asked my clients to pay for. Right. Because I think you did a study and that average cost of a wedding in New York was almost 80000 I think you're right. I know the average cost across the country is in the 35, 35 38 range, which is so low. I, I, that's what I say. Which I think, oh my goodness, how are people pulling this off? Because we live in this bubble of New York and it's New a York little different. New York City prices are real. It's crazy. Yeah. That's, we went and had our wedding in Florida. We yeah. wanted to get married. And the other thing we ran into is venues. We, they were booked at your eight-month mark. Yes. Yeah. We started looking around in March and we were like, well, we want to get married this calendar year. And nope. like, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's like nothing. We have not, a Monday you know? or a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up getting married in November in Florida, and it was great. But yeah. it was one of those things where we kind of felt between the price and the availability that it just, just wasn't made the right fit for us. So I think that's the other thing to keep in mind, too, because when you start out and you have this, like, vision of your wedding, yeah. so many factors play into that. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, family, money, availability. And, and you yeah. kind of have to be willing to bend a little bit and sure. to be remindful that, yes, this is a huge moment in your lives and yeah. celebrating a big commitment, but it's also one day. It's five hours. Exactly. Yeah, not even the a day. The bar is five hours. <laughs> the event is six. Exactly. With hair and makeup, you're looking at nine to ten. And then you're done. <laughs> and then it's over. And then it's over, right? You have images and videos so, exactly. and memories. So that's yeah. what I think it's, I know that is my, that is always the thing I tell all of the girls I know getting married, the guys I know, I'm like, listen, I know you probably haven't thought about it, but uh-huh. videographer, you need yeah. this for your wedding day. Because like we were just saying, video is so huge right yep. now and seeing and hearing people's voices and seeing moving images. Well, you relive so it special. in a different way. Oh my gosh, we watch our video all the time. Oh, really? George That's has seen our video. Oh, yeah. Aww. Well, it was our videographer was awesome, and he did such a great job putting it all together with yeah. music and everything. Where it kind of feels like a feature film. Like, oh, I like, love that. Would out. you mind if we shared it on our website? Sure. Perfect. Why don't you send me some that? photos of the I, wedding? I will, I'll, and, and I'll we'll share you. I'll well. share the little like clip. Now, if you want to come over for popcorn and more wine and watch the, the full, full feature, features like forty-five minutes. Done. But, yeah. I'll play with George. <laughs> yes. We'll drink rosé and eat popcorn. It's amazing. It's a date. I love this plan. This has been so much fun. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was Joe. so fun chatting. I and know. make sure to follow the nut. Yes. Weddings-ish. Our Dear Joe this week comes from Nick in New Jersey. Hi, Nick in New Jersey. And Nick asks, I'm thinking about proposing. I'm pretty sure I know what ring she wants, but I'm not 100% certain. What do I do? Well, Nick, I think that's a really great question. I think the most important thing, more than the ring, is that you're sure that this is the person you want to marry and spend the rest of your life with. So if that answer is yes, then proceed forward into how you want to do that. Make it a big deal, make it a small deal. And then from there, deciding what ring is best for your fiancé. I would say that you can ask her friends, you can ask her family, uh, if you're going to ask her father for permission. That's a good opportunity. I don't know if she has a Pinterest or she's ever expressed anything about ring design. What I would not do is take her to a ring store and ask her. I would not ask her to show you rings she likes online. Don't make it obvious that you're buying the ring if you want it to be a surprise. If you're really unsure or not good at sort of getting casual hints from her, then I would recommend maybe getting a cute gumball ring or um, a, you know, a big fake diamond ring or a lollipop ring or some ring that is really just to show how much you want to marry her, 
but then let her know after she says yes that you would love to take her shopping together or design something custom, and you really just want to make sure she loves it. And that's why you want to do it together. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you're unsure about what you want to do, then don't do it until you know with 100% certainty that everyone will be happy. Weddings-ish! Thank you so much for tuning in, subscribing, listening, and downloading Weddings-ish with Jove. It means the world to me to have you uh, listening and supporting this podcast. If you have any questions about wedding planning or any topics you'd like us to cover or anything uh, you'd like to hear about, please send us an email, podcast at jovemeyerevents.com or tweet us at jovemeyer. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at jovemeyer and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate it if you would take a moment and leave us a great five-star review on iTunes. Thanks so much. Weddings-ish. The music in this podcast was made by the fabulous Mel Flannery of Mixtape, a cover band for hipsters. Thanks, Mel. Love the jingle. Weddings-ish. Weddings-ish.